You're listening to the Loot Before You Loot podcast, where we discuss our favorite games from past and present, and all the latest news, rumors, and announcements from the world of gaming. Stay tuned and follow us to never miss an episode. Hello guys and welcome, and welcome to Loot Before You Leap, Season 2, Episode 3. It's been two weeks since our last one and we're back and we're raring to go and we're so eager and we're so excited to talk to you about video games. Bruce, what exactly are we talking about today? Well, we're going to be talking about the new James Bond game in development, Cyberpunk. We're going to talk about the Golden Joysticks Awards and Red Dead Online. It's a huge list of things to talk about. This is obviously our regular showing, so we're going to spend an hour talking about all of the biggest news stories that have come out of gaming in the last two weeks. It used to be every week, but we've moved. As you guys might know, we now have another podcast called The Vaultcast, which is all about Fallout. So if you like Fallout, go and listen to that one. It's just The Vaultcast. So check that one out. But first, on Loot Before You Leap Season 2, Episode 3, on this fine day, Bruce... What's the first topic? Well, the first topic is the new James Bond game that's in development. In development by who? IO Interactive, the driving force behind Hitman and Hitman 2. Behind Hitman? <laughs> Hitman. Behind all of the Hitman games. Now, diving straight in, are you a fan of Hitman? I love Hitman. Absolutely love it. Do you actually? I do. It's one of my favourite games. I wasn't sure if that was no, sarcastic. No, no, no. Like, stealth games, I'm I'm terrible at stealth, right? Everyone that plays a game with me know stealth is not my forte, but there are a couple of exceptions, and Hitman is one of them where I'm great at the stealth aspect. Do you know what? I can believe that, because this is a little tidbit for you guys. We play Fallout 76 quite a lot, and one of Bruce's weapons of choice is like a Victorian Gatling gun, <laughs> and it's the loudest gun in the game, and it's so slow and so mighty. You'll just be fighting, and he'll run in, and it's like, boom, 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 boom. He can't do stealth. I like stealth, but I don't massively like Hitman all that much. I, I don't know. I think maybe I find it a bit challenging the way, you know, the newer ones in particular, where you have to do things in a certain way, um, or, you know, like the new one was great. I, if you've played the new one, when they came out in episodes, did you play those ones? Uh, I've, I've played number one. I've got number two installed. I actually got given to me. Because um, they have a, they had the series, and they had like one in Italy, one in America, one in Japan. One in Miami, and, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah. was it. So I did a few of them, and I kind of got to like... I think it was an America, the American one, and you were in like a compound that was surrounded by, you know, militia. And I just couldn't do it. And it was so hard. I was like, this is boring because I'm very weird when it comes to a video game. If it's a challenge, it bores me and I can't do it. I don't like being challenged when it comes to games. It's a very sad truth. <laughs> it is. The amount of games you've given up on because you can't. <laughs> I know. If I can't do them, they're going, they're going back or they're getting uninstalled. I just can't do it. But I'm hoping that this would kind of... You, you couldn't have this be the same as Hitman because that exists. So this has to be different. Uh, it's still going to be obviously like spy stuff and stealth and assassinations because that's James Bond. Um, so a bit of backstory for it. At the moment, it's called Project 007. Very original. Uh, and apparently it's the first ever real origin story for Bond where you are not actually 
007 yet and you have to climb the ranks to become 007 and io interactive who bruce said have made it they've apparently employed all this elite talent and it's the most ambitious game they've ever made and it's going to be like the best thing ever and oh it's great and obviously if you put the bond name on a product there are already millions of fans out there that are going to appreciate it right do you care about james bond bruce well it's a bit weird for me because i not a massive fan of the movies but i love the games i've really liked loads of the games that i've played i don't think i have i've i could tell you now i played goldeneye rogue agent on playstation 2 that was fun but that was almost not even canon i think that was just like a, a random offshoot and then i played quantum of solace which i believe don't quote me i believe it was the last james bond game um on xbox 360 and that was almost a launch title i think i think that came out in like 2008 or something um and that's that's the extent of my experience of james bond games and the movies even less i think there was one with pierce brosnan i remember with diamonds or something uh, uh, <laughs> without, without upsetting like the whole james bond franchise i think that was diamonds are forever maybe question no i think it was tomorrow never dies maybe i don't know i i, I don't know I, I can't remember and i and I, I i've never really seen the daniel craig ones and i i've you know sean connery and who else what other james bonds were there there was one called timothy something pierce brosnan i don't know i can't remember but i i don't really care about james bond but saying that if the game was good enough i might appreciate it as the game not as a james bond product what about you yeah i mean i think i'm the same with that i mean the games themselves like so i played the n64 golden eye i've played nightfire i played everything or nothing i played a couple of other versions but nightfire i love the multiplayer in it you know the couch uh, the couch multiplayer i used to love that absolutely the story modes for them i really enjoyed um, the only thing about GoldenEye is, obviously, if anyone's ever played the GoldenEye on the N64 with the little, like, claw controllers, it's a hellish experience, but it's still a great game. <laughs> um, like, you know, can I just say, can I just yeah, say yeah. that that is so, that is such a thing to discuss, isn't it? Couch co-op. Oh my god, has that died. <laughs> yeah, it's sad, because couch, I, I love couch co-op. I actually really love it, but it it has, it has pretty much receded there's a couple we'll of never games. see yeah we'll never see a resurgence of that unfortunately local stuff like call of duty and split screen and whatever yeah but we'll never see a you know you, you're never going to sit down again and co-op a story all the way through with you know someone sitting next to you on a sofa like the old lord of the rings games and stuff but anyway <laughs> this is james bond but it is i mean to be fair it's a real shame because it, it was it's such a memory of mine but um you know, and the games themselves, I appreciate the games. I really like the games. But, like I said, the movies were never my thing. I've not watched any of them. Well, I've never watched any of them all the way through. So I apologise if you're <laughs> massive fans, but it just wasn't my cup of tea. But that's the thing, isn't it? The James Bond fandom is, like, so strong. And it's usually, like, um, you know, it's, it's very passionate. Like, I think there was a massive hoo-ha and to-do because the latest film, uh, what was it? don't die again or something die twice what was it called the latest james you only bond live film? once <laughs> yeah that's it Yolo. <laughs> don't die again <laughs> james bond don't die again i mean that does you sound like a bond title to be fair yeah just something like that some impactful three word title that's it tomorrow never dies die another day uh quantum of solace it's always a three word thing isn't it oh thunderball like, doctor no there you go i've ruined that already 
Okay, Casino Royale, I've ruined it as well. Uh, Skyfall, Skyfall was one word. <laughs> How do I know them all, but I've never seen them. But it's a very good, like, there was some hoo-ha because coronavirus shut down loads of theatres when it was supposed to come out and people were, like, screaming about it because they really wanted to see their new James Bond film. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's a good point. It's a very, very rich fandom. And I think it will do quite well um, as a game because even if you don't like James Bond, like I said, like we both said, as a game, it might do quite well. And a little tidbit as well. I've said tidbit like twice today. That's a word you almost never use. Um, a little tidbit. Um, what does that even mean? Where did that word even come from? I don't even want to know. I'm not Googling it. So IO Interactive also developed one of my famous, one of my famous, one of my favorite ps2 games ever which is called freedom fighters and not many people are going to know it i guess because it's not like you know one of the big ones do you know freedom fighters uh not that i'm aware of uh, that's what i mean yeah not many people will because it was it wasn't incredible but it was like you know Homefront. you've played Homefront. yeah yeah this was Homefront before Homefront was Homefront. So it was a story where I don't don't quote me on this. It was either the Chinese or the Russians. I think it was the Russians. I think it was the Russians. Yeah, it was the Russians. I'm pretty sure it was the Russians. They invaded America um, and you played as a bunch of people who were freedom fighters, resistance fighters fighting back against the occupation. The exact same story as Homefront, except Homefront used an alliance between North and South Korea and some other people. Uh, but it's the exact same story and it was really good because you kind of went from place to place and you had these kind of big open-ended maps and it had a great multiplayer like you were talking about just now. A great couch player as well. Couch player? Couch co-op player. They're all couch players if you're a console game. Um, and it was fantastic and I love it and that's why I've, I've got some faith in IO not just for Hitman but because they developed one of my favorite PS2 games so that's good. I mean, I know I'm talking about something that was like 15 years ago but... I mean, they're coasting on the legacy, so it's fine. But that's, I mean, we'll see. There's no theres no date. There's no, all they've said is something about it coming to like modern consoles or modern platforms, didn't they say that? Yeah, they, they, they said it was going to come to the modern platform. So possibly the PS5, the Xbox Series X and PC. Sadly, not Switch, of course. But. <laughs> that's going to be the de facto, you know, going forward. I, don't, I think they're going to be in a hurry to ditch PS4 and Xbox One, but we'll see. It's like, it's a watch this space kind of talking point because we don't know what's going to happen. They are literally right now, I know I said they've employed elite talent, but they are literally hiring right now. When you go on IO's website and you look at Project 007, all that's there is like a button where you can click uh, to put in a job application. They're that early on in the process. So, I mean, the only thing that I've seen is a very basic trailer. So, oh, it is. It's, it's, it's so. It's, it's the. It's, Go on. You can tell the story, Bruce. <laughs> it's the, you know, if you've watched any Bond, you know where he walks along the screen, turns to the screen and shoots. It's that. And that just says Project 007. Yeah, I mean, what else are they going to do, really? But that's enough to set fans ablaze. So hopefully we'll see a bit more of that soon. They'll reveal something. We might see character models or who knows, some concept art or something. Something to make it more tangible because right now it's at the stage where it is an idea and we know in the gaming world it can take years for things to reach idea to realization proportions and that is ever so true for our next topic which is what bruce <sighs> well it's a project it's cyberpunk developers play for 175 hours but there's no end in sight 
Yes, exactly. So that is kind of the segue from the first point. Because, as we've said before, Cyberpunk was announced in 2012. And eight years later, it still hasn't been released. And it's been pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And it's supposed to be coming out next week on the 10th. But will it? Do you think it will, Bruce? Do you think it's going to come out? Well, I mean, it probably has to because they've pushed it back so much. that I expect the people that are putting the money in are a bit like... Well, our wallet's getting dry now. This needs to go now, or you need to scrap it. Yeah, have you seen? Have you seen the new footage or the leaked footage that may or may not be real, where it shows Keanu Reeves? It shows his characters looking like a potato. They've like, you know, the original CGI trailers are always yeah. built up to be a lot bigger and brighter than they actually are. But his character, you can barely recognize him as Keanu Reeves. They've like they've done the thing you know the thing where they sh- what they show is nowhere near what they release oh they've God. done it man they've done it well so we'll have to wait then won't we we'll have to wait i mean but you know what bruce said about the developer that's a point that come out that's come out in the last like week or so a developer i think he was an art guy art lead or something uh in in poland in the cd project offices he's played cyberpunk one playthrough, 175 hours, and he claims, you've got to bear in mind there could be a biased opinion here, he claims there is no end in sight. He says that he's nowhere near finished and he hasn't even scratched the surface of the game. But knowing CD Projekt Red and the side of the get size of the games they bring out, like Witcher 3, I can probably believe that. Did you ever play The Witcher 3, Bruce? Uh, yeah, I played it for a bit. It wasn't my cup of tea. My other half loves The Witcher, but I was never a massive fan of it. But do you have you seen like the size of oh, the yeah, world? Oh yeah, the size of the worlds are insane. But again, a lot yeah. of games nowadays that are open world do tend to take a lot of time if you put the time in. So like for example, me yeah. and you and Fallout. Yeah, good point. We are I've just crossed like the eighty hour mark in Fallout seventy six. And I can tell you for a god given fact, I probably still have about a hundred locations to even find in that game. Exactly. The, the, a lot of games nowadays, if they're open world, do take... If you want to put the time in, do have that. If you want to play the main quest line, you've got about, what, 20, 30 hours. But if you want to play the game and you want to get immersed and you want to be in that world, then, I mean, like I've crossed the 85-hour mark on my um, 76. And again, I've still got loads to discover, loads to do. But let's talk Fallout 4. Me and you have cracked up at least... Um, oh, a thousand. Yeah, thousand over hours. all platforms, we've got about a thousand hours. Uh, and we're still finding new stuff. But this is, that's the beauty with this. It's like, you know, the, one of the first games that did something like this was Skyrim, where people were playing it for hundreds of hours and going, it just doesn't end, it just doesn't end, you know? And that's the beauty of Bethesda. But there is, a, there is a, you know, you've got these big people, you know, like Rockstar with the Grand Theft Auto and the Red Dead, and you've got Ubisoft with the Assassin's Creed, and you've got CD Projekt with The Witcher, and you've got Bethesda with the Fallout and the, and the Elder Scrolls stuff. And there's all these massive worlds that are being created. But the pitfall is ensuring that these worlds are populated and occupied like we spoke recently about assassin's creed valhalla um i think yeah we did and i said about how um it's great it's really good and the world is huge and it's it's heavily populated but if a game has too much empty space like assassin's creed odyssey did that i feel then it can quickly feel quite cheap. You know, if you're riding a horse or driving a car and you're like, there is nothing here. It's just barren land. And I get that with games like 
old stuff like assassin's creed that can be argued as like oh well it just wasn't civilized yeah it just wasn't built on yeah it hadn't been settled you know and that's fair enough but you still make the nature look abundant and the wildlife look abundant and the mountains and the trees and it looks great but apparently with cyberpunk it's about the same size as the witches three witcher 3's map which kind of suffered a little bit from emptiness but it's supposed to be like 10 times more dense have you heard this bruce about how like every building is supposed to be enterable yeah, every building's meant to be enterable every like location is meant to be nooks and crannies and it's apparently meant to be one of the most densely populated games yeah which is which is mad when you think about it because again like you can kind of lean into it and go well that's great you've got these interiors and they're all all living all breathing but am i going to walk into one store go one road down walk into the next store and it's absolutely identical yeah is it a copy that's and paste another, job exactly that's another pitfall which game are we talking about has that copy and paste job there was a game we were talking about recently where we said that it's great but every interior is just a copy paste from the last um, uh oh i think it was uh, <laughs> it's completely related i think it was modern warfare i think you're right because remember i remember i was saying how every bank every garage every Every uh, big blue, every red roof. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, the nostalgia. All, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. It's just uh, how they're all the same. They're all identical. It's just one after another, after another, after another. You can explain that by saying it just works. Every police station is built the same way because it's all the same company that's building them. But that's a different thing. Cyberpunk should be great because it has what people want these days customization it has an open-ended story multiple choice options multiple endings great looking combat it has i mean you know people want choice people want freedom people want our openness and transparency and they're giving it in droves apparently when it comes out they're going to announce a bunch of dlc to it as well which is just going to blow it even even more i keep headbutting the damn microphone <laughs> your poor mic gets so abused it needs to put a restraining uh, order in it's because can you hear that mm. it's because my mic my, my glasses like hit the uh they, they hit the microphone i don't know i haven't got like massive glasses i'm not like on john or something but they're, they're yeah huge things but that's i mean i'm excited i'm very excited i've got it coming on ps4 um if it doesn't turn up because of the raw mail service uh that i'm gonna get it on pc but i mean either way i'm sure i'll enjoy it I, I i'm looking forward to it i don't know how i'm going to fit 175 hours plus into a game in any kind of time i've had assassin's creed since it came out on the 10th and i've got about 60 hours it's it, it's it's hard to get time in we're at that age aren't we bruce yeah i mean it's it, we're at that age where it's difficult to get the time we want to put into games in and we have to fit it in where we can like that. i mean you know i this week alone I think I've played very little and I, you know, there's so much I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's always something else that takes priority. I mean, I do try. I'm a good boy. Get my work done first, get my chores done first, and then I'll settle in and I'll play Fallout 76 for like five hours straight. I mean, there's always the guilt in the back of your mind, but I do it. <laughs> you know, I have to do it, but we'll see when it comes yeah, out. I mean, I well, hopefully it will be out on the 10th, but you know, it might, you never know. We get to the 9th and they go, we've pushed it back by six days. <laughs> There would be riots in the streets. I'm hoping it comes out to a good reception as well, you know, because they've put so much time and effort into it. The, the people that have made it have been subject to crunches and they've been worked sick. And if it comes out and it's, and it's trashed, then 
I'm going to feel so bad for them. So sorry. And for if you them. upset them, Keanu Reeves will be upset too. And you don't. He'll do come that. at you, John Wick style. Yeah. But that's that. That's Cyberpunk. We'll see what happens. But now. Actually, I, I don't even know if this is really an important one. Because apparently it's not. But Bruce, what's the next topic? <laughs> I don't know why it's not important. But the Golden Joystick Awards. Have you ever heard of the Golden Joystick Awards before today? Uh, like very briefly in passing. It's not that well advertised. That's what I mean. Because I, I, I thought this was a big thing. And I was looking online. I was seeing who won the awards and what was going on. And I was like, wow, this is great. But then people were like, who even cares about the Golden Joystick Awards? And they were like, it's all about like the... the, the the gaming awards or like the BAFTAs or whatever. And I'm like, well, I mean, this is still a big thing, right? You know, they're giving awards that people are actually caring about. I mean, it's not going to come close to uh, Generation Gaming Awards hosted by Loop Before You Leap, right? Yeah, yes. You know, season one, episode 10. <laughs> what, a, what an episode. Like, those Loop Before You Leapers, whoo, they got that they right. Have, they know they're fine games. But actually, actually, some of the stuff that we actually gave awards to, it was like right with what these guys said so we we must have been on a, on a good path somewhere so so um <laughs> the most heavily awarded game of the year what was it bruce the last of us 2 the last of us 2 do you want to reel off exactly what it won <clears throat> best storytelling best audio best visual design best studio in naughty dog playstation game of the year and ultimate game of the year like, it won so much. It won a dizzying amount of awards, and it was great fun watching all of the fans... Well, they're not fans, are they? All of the anti-fans online being like, it doesn't deserve to win it, it's so bad, it's such a terrible game, it got really bad reviews and numbers, without realising that it was the players that drove it down, and the, 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 the team had death threats thrown at their door, and they spent years building it. And a lot of it was also people that hadn't played it that had voted it down. And, you, and the reason it's like, oh, women kissing. Oh. Yeah, that's what people were saying. They were like, Shh. I mean, we're not going to get political. We're not going to get political on that stuff. But people were saying things like, oh, if you take like the the, the the lesbian factor out of the game, then it's 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 terrible. And it's they, they put it in just to pander people. And it's, it's like, no, like if you ever played The Last of Us 1 or Left Behind or anything, you'd understand all this stuff. But I I believe... The, the Last of Us 2 deserved every award it got and then some. That game was mind-blowingly good. And we've said that before. I've said that before, haven't I? You have multiple times. It's one of your favourite games, if not your favourite game. What awards did we give it? <laughs> we gave it an award. What award was it? I'd be great if we could check, wouldn't it? <laughs> Side note, guys. I was an idiot, right? I was cleaning up some old email accounts and stuff. Um, and we have all of our Loot Before You Leap stuff archived on a Google Doc. And I deleted the Google account associated with that Google Doc. And now we've lost all of our reference material for the, oh, how many, like 18, 19 episodes that we had leading up to this. So when I say things like, which episode was that? Or what did we say in that episode? We can no longer tell you because we don't actually know. I think it got music, soundtrack. I think it, it was, not? yeah, I think it was soundtrack. Because it had the ambient music, the environmental music. Take it had me. the scenes. Yeah, you had the, you had the scenes where um, you had Ellie playing guitar for uh, for Joel and and learning the tracks that were then played throughout the game. It was really really good. Uh, yeah, so that's I mean that won a lot, but it wasn't the only game that won awards. Um, I kind of I can't tell you all of them. There's some that are like Among Us. I think won 
um best, best new newcomer game. or something yeah and then fall guys that won a game as well um and there's there's a lot of little bits out there they appreciate you know showing appreciation for a lot of the small gut small stuff the little guys in gaming which was good um best game expansion went to a game that we we care about quite a lot uh no man's sky uh you guys might know that one it's the stupidly big well it's not even stupidly big is it it's, it's infinite copy and paste again though isn't it a lot of it well they do say it's all you know it's one of them things yeah, where oh, sorry they officially say it's not yeah but like it'll say like it has one letter or like one one pixel difference and therefore it's a different entity which okay it's cheap but i get it they kind of how else are they going to do an infinite game but it's an infinite space exploration game you can land on planets you can colonize you can build stuff you can explore and trade and fight and actually it's a very very good game now when it came out it was terrible but this year um hello games who make it they did a massive update didn't they Bruce? they did and you know the update i think changed the whole game to be fair again it did yeah what was some of the stuff it brought in what for origins update yeah uh well you've got different um ships you had oh they put in all sorts of like new new planets because to, to start with it was it was a big enough game but then they introduced a bunch of new stuff so they have an algorithm that creates everything. It's everything's procedurally generated. You know, you'll never get the same planet or the same creature or the same plant or the same so on and so on and so on. And they 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 made that deeper. They made it so it was even more unique and even more varied. And they had all these different types of planets. And they introduced new creatures like sandworms and stuff, and new weather and like volcanoes and massive mountains and derelict ships that were just floating through space that you could go and explore and and all this stuff and like aliens because before it was quite every map was quite barren it only had creatures like flora and fauna and now they made it so the npcs would be roaming the planets as well and it was really good and yeah, they, and they land down massively. things and there's the scraps yeah. salvages there's the sandworms there's they did, they did loads. so much to it i mean there's another update coming soon apparently uh, which is meant to be the generations update so oh, i don't know what that is well i haven't heard of that one but maybe they'll win another award for it because <laughs> Because it was good, it was great, and it shows that they have legs, and the team do care about the game that everyone thought they once abandoned, and it's coming back in force. Like they, they showed it in, um, like Super 4K and and this and that, and it looked gorgeous, and it was it was fantastic. So, I mean, that's that's a, that's a very deserved award, I think. Oh, 100%. No Man's Sky, because I can't think of another expansion that came out this year that deserves that kind of award. No, I don't think so. I think I, I think, think we think gave our either. expansion though to um, Nuka World, I think. Did we? I think we did. We must have, because that's what I'd give it to. <laughs> yeah, I think we gave ours to Nuka World. But then again, I can't yeah. check, can I, Grant? <laughs> you go listen to the episode. <laughs> Sorry, let me just pause the podcast for an hour while I go listen to it. Hold on, guys. I'll be right back. Well, it ain't hard, is it? Um, okay, so moving on to the next one. What was the next one, Bruce? So the next one was the eSports e Game of the Year, which went to Modern Warfare. Do you agree? I mean, I'm not really... You, I guess you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. We don't know anything about we the esports e side of it. Right, I will put my hand up and say I will never be esports material unless it's like a base building game. Then I'm in. <laughs> Could you imagine like people like competing in an arena to like build a city or something? Oh, oh my God, he's put a window in. He's, he's just put down the hospital. <laughs> Look at the plumbing this guy is doing. Oh my God! But it's it's, it's a good point. So I could I could say that yeah it's great Modern Warfare won the award for esports game of the year but I don't know the esports side of it but if it won like 
multiplayer or FPS of the year, then yeah, we gave it FPS of the generation. Yeah. Because we loved it so much. And, and when we were playing it, we haven't now for some for some months. When we were playing it, it was every night for hours. And it was like, okay, don't... I'm going to want to play it again. It was like the best thing ever. And it was so good. And, and just... It was so much fun. You could just while away hours and hours. And even if you weren't winning, I think we really enjoyed ourselves on that. And I appreciate it for that. So eSports, I don't know. They had their Call of Duty Championship League thing, didn't they? And I think that's probably what they're getting at. Yeah, I mean, eSports, as far as I'm aware, you've got you've got Modern Warfare. You've got League of Legends. Um, Overwatch. Overwatch. You know, anything like that is an eSport-y Counter-Strike. Type tournament thing but again i've Valorant. never been on the esports side of it i've never really understood esports myself so well done modern no. warfare but I, it don't really affect me on that i <laughs> don't know why you got the award but i'm sure you deserve yeah i'm it. sure it's well deserved <laughs> i'm gonna let you finish okay so what was the next one because this is kind of applicable to us a little bit well it's more applicable to me than it is to you i don't think i've ever seen you play it but the still playing award which goes to Minecraft, which I don't think is much of a surprise. No, it's not, is it? That will that game will outlive me. Well, yeah, when did it first come out? Like 2008? Something like nine? that. It, like it's the been out over 10 build. years. The very first build, it was very basic, and all you could do was put down like blocks, and that was it. I don't think you could put down blocks in the first build. Oh, really? What, you could just dig? No, I think you just walked around, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it was like pre, 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 pre-alpha. <laughs> yeah but that's it is a very good point like very deserved i i think now if i went on minecraft i would be so confused and i wouldn't know what was going on because there'd be so much new stuff and i'm quite vanilla like i go about i mine some iron i build some iron tools i build a nice stone house i might put a few animals down and then you get people that build like cities and they have like these incredibly complex traps and stuff and all these different builds that use electricity and all this stuff and then there's the 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 trading systems and then there's the the nether and the end and I, all this stuff that i don't know about i don't know about any of this stuff and then you've got me where i've been playing it for pretty much since it came out since i since i saw it the first time i brought it i've been playing it and you know i play with mods i play quest packs as well you know the thing with minecraft is there's so many different mods as well so for example there's like a couple of quest packs that i played like to the core which is a whole series where you've got a quest to get to the end so it, it you know i I think it was well-deserved award. I think it will carry on going on. See if you guys can find Bruce on YouTube because he has a bunch of videos no, from like doesn't. 10 years ago where... Oh, did you delete him? No, I don't know. Uh, do you know what? I haven't been on uh, my YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. He has, has a, you might find a bunch of YouTube videos of Bruce way back in the day where he was just a ickle, he, he was just a ickle boy. Don't make, and he don't, was make making me, his... don't make me bring up the IVs. Don't make me do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Yeah. Um... <laughs> No, I mean, you know, I'd happily go back and play Minecraft. I would. I really would. Well, let's get a um, server I up. Just, How about that? You know? we, we could do, because I find that it's like the most, and this is the award I'd give it, the most chill game ever. Like, you could just, you don't even have to look at what you're doing. You could just, you could just drift away. Whilst, Obviously, you, you play know, on Peaceful, then. Have you never met no, a creeper? Used, have, you never, used... have you never been mining? Then all of a sudden you turn around oh, and just see... Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, man, I get all that. Yeah. One time, I remember I was building a treehouse, right? And I was right at the top of a treehouse in a jungle biome. And we're talking like 200 feet in the air or something ridiculous because I hate when all the mobs spawn. And I was up there and I hear the... And there's a creeper that spawned in my treehouse. And I turn around, blows me clean out of the tree, falling some 200 feet to the ground and I'm dead. And how it spawned, though, I have no idea, because I didn't think they could do that. Well, they can spawn anywhere where the light's low enough. Stupid. Maybe we'll give it another go. Who knows? Well, I, I definitely will, but maybe we'll give it a go together. But there's one. There was an award given that I've put on this list, not because I liked the game or anything, but I did, uh, because I don't really get it. So PC, PC, personal computer, game of the year. Now, you'd think that means something exclusive to PC, right? You, you would assume that, but no. You would assume so, but no. Like, PlayStation Game of the Year went to The Last of Us 2 because it's exclusive. PC Game of the Year goes to Death Stranding. What on earth does that mean? I mean... Why did it not win PlayStation Game of the Year? If, well, maybe it got beat by Last of Us. But I don't feel it's fair giving a multi-format game a game of the year award for one specific format. Yeah, it it doesn't really make sense. I mean, there's so many good PC only games. Oh, there are. There definitely you are. Know, so I can I can name you many, but it's a bit weird. If I went through my Steam account, I could name you loads. <laughs> if you gave me a list, then I could call some out that were good. But I can't tell you off the top of my head. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I'd I'd probably say like that's like giving Fallout seventy six PC game of the year because it's great on PC. But it's on everything else. But don't ignore it on everything else. It's only good on PC. But yeah, you got things like the fo- like like just as you know, it's not it's not a triple A title, but the forest. Yeah, Forest was fantastic. I quite liked that. It got a bit sort of a bit long, but once the story progressed on and you still saw the twists and turns, it was great. And I liked the horror the horror aspect of it, and the building was great, and the combat was fun, and it was it was probably one of the only games I've played in recent years that actually really it got me like my heart would race when you'd be you'd be walking and you suddenly hear a scream, you'd turn around and there'd be like <laughs> ten cannibals charging at you through the forest. The amount of times that was streamed as well. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good old times, man. Good days, man. But that's, it's a good point. There's there's a whole army of PC-only games out there that are being released that aren't, you know, why shouldn't they win PC Game of the Year? It, I, 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 think, I think you're right with saying that it shouldn't have been, but hey-ho, we're yeah. not the ones. I mean, you know, the Generation Awards would have, wouldn't have done that, but, you know. you know. Yeah, because we hold things to a higher standard and everything, you know. <laughs> uh, best gaming hardware, who'd that go to? The RTX 3080 or the 3080 if you're really posh. And do you know why it went to the 3080? Because it's new and it's extreme and can it run Crisis? I do you know what? I was hoping you were going to say no. Because then I could go, me neither, because I don't actually know. I'm sure it's a great card. Okay, so from what I know, um, it's obviously the next generation of RTX cards, Nvidia cards. And when they came out, one of the, the most popularized, popularized thing about them, one of the most documented things about them, was the fact that they're remarkably cheap. Um, they were more affordable than the last generation of cards when they came out. And they offer, you know, twice the performance and stuff. And people were like, oh my God, that's amazing. How can they get away with doing that? And maybe that's why. Maybe that's why it won because they're cheap, but still great. But people are saying it's a very, very, very capable piece of equipment and it's benchmark stuff. So I don't know. Hooray for NVIDIA, I guess. Yeah, I mean, right? we've said in previous episodes, we don't know much about like the innards of text. We know 
what something is, but we're not going to be able to go, it's got 80 gajillion bites teraflops. of teraflops of RAM. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> the RTX 3080 has 83 jillion teraflops of RAM. <laughs> No, I mean, I can tell you what's in my PC, but that doesn't mean I can tell you, like, the intricacies of it. Yeah. Like, when people say, um, oh, my 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 GP, my CPU is, like, 4.2 gigahertz or something or other. I'm like, okay, I can tell you that, but I don't know what I've just told you. Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's like, it's like when people tell me about cars, and I'm just like, my car goes brum brum. <laughs> my car goes from A to B, and that's all I care about. Yeah, that's about it, really. Yeah. I mean, the, Congratulations, so, RTX. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, I'm sure they'll bring out another one, and then another one, and then another one, and then another well, they have one. And to. they'll keep. Do you know what? So my my wife, my wife, right? So we got a new PC a couple of months ago, and we have a 2060s, which is a very capable card. It's an eight gig card. It's it's great. It does <laughs> like things. We can play. Yeah, we can play any game, uh, high or ultra. In some cases, we can play. We can play basically any game at 1080p ultra. So I've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, 1080p ultra runs like a dream but can you play crisis um, i don't know that might be a struggle but there's this there's this weird conception she's falling to consumerism and she thinks i have to I have to be buying the newest card she keeps going when you're going to buy a new card when you're going to upgrade the gpu like we don't have to but she's like we can and i'm like but we don't have to but it's a, <laughs> my, my computer you remember you remember my old one you know rest in peace may it live in my heart forever man that thing went on for for it years. was it, my computer was ten years old and it ran new games like they weren't. You know what I mean? They yeah. it, they ran perfectly fine. They shouldn't have run, but it lasted me ten years and it will forever remain in my heart. But did you did you notice the difference when you got your new one? Not really. No. If I'm if I'm if I'm completely yeah. honest, apart from the space that I've because I've upgraded my SSD and my hard drive, not really. I mean, they all run the same for me. Maybe it's, maybe it's just my eyes. But. Yeah, because that's the thing that I realized, because I went from an absolutely, I mean, my old PC was like i5, a GT730, which is a two gig card, and I had like 12 gig DDR3 RAM, and it was terrible. See, mine, and mine, I was, got, not, mine was already an i7 processor and things like that. You, yeah, you had good stuff. It was old gen, but it was still good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I had I had old stuff, and it was old gen and, and terrible. And when I moved up to this PC, the difference was was staggering and i i like to use these words with emphasis staggering and mind-blowing and just absolutely incredible and when i play games on this now it's like like i i haven't played console properly in months because the pc takes takes the you know precedence now it's the big thing for me and i love the pc and the only thing that does worry me is I do get that kind of niggling thought where I'm like, oh, but what if I, what if, do, should I upgrade it? Should I put something better in? Because with PC, it's kind of different because with a console, you're like, I've got my PS5 and I will keep my PS5. But with a PC, you're like, I have my PC. Oh, but I could put a new card in it. And then the next year, oh, I could upgrade the RAM. And the next year, oh, I could get a new power supply. And that's the only thing that bugs me about PC because I, I feel like I have to upgrade it. The thing is, the PCs without sounding stupid they sound, they're kind of like a living organism because you can always upgrade and you can always look after it more than you can a console but I mean with my old computer the only issue I ever had was the I had like this really nice liquid cooling that leaked which then destroyed its graphics card because it dripped into the <laughs> graphics card that was a very ambiguous sentence for a second then 
it sounded like you were saying your liquid cooling was really nice because it leaked. You were like, oh, I had this really nice liquid cooling. It leaked everywhere. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. It leaked everywhere. My my desk was green. No, but, Have you know. seen that um, the, the meme that's going around, the new video? Well, I say this. it's not. I'm talking like an old man here. The video of that kid who's just built his first gaming PC and he's got it filled with this weird blue liquid and he turns it on and when the liquid gets to the CPU, it just spurts out everywhere. No, <laughs> I haven't. So I haven't seen that, but that sounds... It's so good. It's, I mean, it's painful to look at because he's just built this thing. He turns it on. Liquid goes through the tubes. And it looks really cool because it's really, really blue. It's like Powerade or something. Probably is And then Powerade. it just gets to the CPU. It gets the CPU and it just goes like... It bursts out everywhere. Nice. Uh, so good. The thing is, I will always pay someone to build my computer because... The one time I tried to do it myself, I almost like I almost made a bomb because you you wire it up wrong, it's going to explode. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I always get some, I pay someone to do it. I'm more than happy to pay the money for them to make it. I mean, I did, I did, didn't I? I paid. We we got ours from a we got ours from a company in the UK called PC Specialists, who are really good because you basically go on, you curate exactly what you want, they build it, they send it. It's great. It's it's a flawless service, and. I will say it's not much more expensive than it is to buy all the pieces yourself and put it together. A lot of people do say that. There is a bit of a stigma with pre-builds. People say, oh, yeah, but you're paying way more than you would do normally. If you go online and you tally up exactly what's in our PCs, you will get at almost the exact same price that we got for when we got ours on PC Specialist. The only difference is PC Specialist will buy the parts at wholesale, so therefore they make a profit. That's how it works. Yeah, I mean, they're, but, they're a great company. I that's I've used, I used Mesh before, and they were good enough, but PC Specialist were a lot cheaper. I mean, my original PC was about two grand. Yeah, that's and nice. That, and that was 10 years ago. This was like 1.5 you know, I mean, how can yeah. it be cheaper with so much better stuff in it? Yeah, they're good. And you can obviously cherry pick what you want. You could put on, I put on like a, a GTA Mega chair and I put on a monitor and all this stuff as well. But, 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 but when they sent it and, and it turned up and it's great and it's fine and it's working, that's all good. But I'm kind of like, I, I didn't feel comfortable building the whole thing from scratch, but I will happily crack it open and modify it. So I recently, um, I did a, I did a gaming marathon. You guys might've heard about it. Uh, world record, hopefully. Um, if they if so deleted all the stuff, um, so yeah, oh, where's this? Where's this link you sent us? It's deleted. So basically, I wanted more cooling, so I I was more than happy to crack open my case. Um, I brought a bunch of Corsair fans and a knock to a fan as well. I increased the exhaust and the intake capabilities, but I had to fiddle around. Um, and it wasn't a case of just chopping and changing, unplugging one and plugging another one in. I I found out that there weren't enough ports on. Well, two problems. Sorry, it's going to get a bit technical. <laughs> so the first problem was that there weren't enough ports on the on on the motherboard for fans to be plugged in and then controlled through the Mobo, like you know, with software and stuff. Um, and the board that was already on the, the PC to control the RGB fans that were on there to start with was proprietary, so I couldn't use aftermarket fans in that. So I was at a dead end. So what I had to do was I had to run a cable from the power supply. Um, um, a Molex cable from the power supply and get like these weird splitters and then plug three fans into one Molex. So now... <laughs> they run at 100% all the time, don't they? Everyone's phased out minutes ago. So now, yeah, that's yeah what Bruce said. So I have nice Corsair fans. They're a really nice color, but the problem is they can't be modulated. They can't be uh, adjusted in any way, shape, or form. So it doesn't matter whether I've got the PC on idle or I'm playing a, a high-demand game or program. They run 100% 
100% of the time. Um, so they're going to wear out quicker, but the, the trade-off is that my PC is, like, so cold. Like, when I, if I put my hand over it right now, the air coming out of it, it feels like a fridge. It's crazy. It's crazy. But anyway, we got there from talking about the RTX 3080. That was a bit weird, wasn't it? Well, we don't know much about, like, the innards of computers, but we just spent, like, a good five, ten minutes talking about it. But anyway, <laughs> the last thing in the Golden Joysticks <laughs> Awards section... It's then, my favourite. Actually, to be fair, I I would probably give it Game of the Year as well. But Nintendo Game of the Year went to New Horizons, and I've played it. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, had a heart. I think I had a heart attack. Then Grant, has, if you don't know, Grant brought a Switch and is enjoying the Switch and is now playing Nintendo games. So all the stigma he had in season one has to stop. <laughs> yeah, I spent all of season one basically like talking smack about Nintendo, how it was all terrible and rubbish games and stuff. And we got the we got a Switch a few weeks ago, uh, more than that. I think it was a couple of months ago now, wasn't it? When we go to, when and we go since to then, Chichester? I've got like, huh? When did we go to Chichester? It, was it wasn't time. Chichester. Yeah, yeah, but it was around that time. No, it was when we went down to Deal, wasn't it? No. Yeah, Portsmouth. Yeah, Chichester and Portsmouth. Was it Portsmouth? Yeah, it was. Because that's when you brought the switch. That was when you brought the switch. I can't remember. Anyway, it was a it was a, it was a few weeks ago, um, and since then I've played like a, a, a Mario uh, something or other. <laughs> uh, Zelda. I played playing Breath Breath of the Wild, uh, New Horizons. We picked up like Stardew Valley. I've got games on there. Like I've got non Nintendo stuff like Assassin's Creed. Got a few of them and Skyrim and stuff. And it it genuinely is. It's, it's all right. It's not bad. And the New Horizons was good. But I didn't realize that if you're like tagging along, if you're not the main player on Horizons. It's kind of bad because you're restricted in what you can do. I didn't realize that, so that was a bit annoying. Yeah, I mean, that that's probably the only downside, but it was the same for the one where you're the mayor of Animal Crossing. If you're, if anyone else plays on that game, they are a citizen. Uh, it would have been nice if they had made it so everyone could have modified the island, not just the one person. But yeah, I think the reason it got Game of the Year is obviously because of lockdown... You know, especially in the especially in the UK, everyone had New Horizons, and everyone was playing everyone was it. going mad for it. Yeah, everyone was going. People were, uh, switches were selling out everywhere. People were going mad for New Horizons because they could, you know, go outdoors indoors, <laughs> kind of thing, <laughs> which was good. I mean, I I spent my lockdown playing about four hundred hours in Modern Warfare, so I was I was going outdoors indoors, but I was going off to war, whereas people playing Animal Crossing go off to chop down trees and fish. But I think that was I think it was a really deserved. I think it really deserved it. It's, it's a great game. If you haven't got it, pick it up. I don't play Nintendo all that much, and I don't know what comes out, so I couldn't really accurately say what else this year has come out on Nintendo that competes. What else has come out this year that's good on Nintendo? That's a b- uncomfortable silence. <laughs> I mean, there's not. I don't think there's. See, because I've got the Switch and I love it to pieces, but I don't keep up with what's coming out. Like, I, I know I mean, roughly that next year at some point there'll be Pokemon Snap 2, which I can't wait for because I love that game. I love the original you know one. I think I'm the same. Like, a lot of my game news, not game news, but like, I use a rental service for my games and they have uh, like a coming soon chart that they always update. And that's kind of where I see some of the quieter releases. I'll go on and go, oh, that's coming out. I didn't know that's coming out. And that's kind of like where I find out about my new games. So for Nintendo, no idea, man. I couldn't tell you what's come out this year at all. 
Yeah, but like I said, I think well-deserved. The games that they've awarded, fair play to them. You know, the only one that we might not dis- we disagree with might be the PC one. I agree with the fact that it should have been a PC-only game if you're going to go PC game of the year. Yeah. But, but that's hey-ho. That. That's that. Clo- close it down. We'll see. What's the next topic, Bruce? And the final topic for today. It's Red Dead Online is now becoming its own standalone game. When? Uh, the 1st of December. And how much will it cost? Well, introductory offer of four ninety nine, um, and then which will last till the fifteenth of February, where it becomes nineteen ninety nine. Why are you turning into like Andrew Ryan with this? I, I, I don't know. I just thought I'd put a bit of flair you on know, it. You know, you know, I'm talking about right. Yeah. Bioshock, the Rapture. Yeah. A man chooses a slave obeys. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, a bit of flair, like, Jesus. A bit of flair, bit of, you know, a bit of excitement, bearly oh, you know, bearly oh, you know. Um, Give him a bit <laughs> of bargy, outside, bargy. Anyone outside of the UK right now is just like, what on earth are these guys talking about? What's argy bargy? Uh, so the <laughs> ready for some argy bargy. Red Dead Online. I really enjoyed it when I played it. Uh, I loved Red Dead Redemption Two. Absolute masterpiece of a game. I played online probably for a couple hundred hours all in, and it was great. Um, had a few flaws, you know such as the fact that it is a rockstar game online and it is played with idiots who you can't avoid. They're going to shoot you down one way or another. But it was all right. It was good. You know, they gave you access to pretty much everything you could get in the main game. And they gave you the whole world and you had a lot of customization, a lot of ability to upgrade and stuff. Yeah, it also fell prey to Grand Theft Auto's problem where everything is dramatically expensive. And if you don't have the means of making the money, you have to pay for the money. But... It was all right. Did you ever play it, Bruce? Red Dead Online on Red Dead Redemption 2? Not on Red Dead Redemption 2. I played hundreds of hours on Undead, uh, Undead Nightmare Redemption, you know, back, back oh, then. Yeah. I, you've, you've said many a time how you want them to bring out Red Dead Redemption 2 Undead yeah, Nightmare. Yeah, Undead, Ni- Undead uh, Nightmare 2, please. Undead Nightmare 2 Electric Boogaloo, confirmed. <laughs> Um, that would be great. I'd, I'd be a massive advocate for that. Yeah, so I love Undead Nightmare. It's incredible. I used to love that. Really, really good. Because, I mean, I think with the, you know, that's, that's, I know people have said zombies are overdone, but like Western zombies isn't. So <laughs> if they want to have cowboys and zombies, I'm more than open yeah, for that, 100%. The thing is that if you'd played the, you know, if you'd played the quest mode and you'd understand why there were zombies. And again, as long as there's reasons for it, it makes more sense. Or like the fact that they weren't like running down and smashing on the doors to get you, you know, there's like, there wasn't <laughs> hundreds of thousands of zombies. There's like... You know, a couple of hundred. Yeah, I mean, because it makes sense because the old West mm. and that. But there was, I don't know if you've seen, in uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, in the story mode, obviously you go about, you explore, you find little hidden bits and pieces. There is evidence of maybe zombies existing. I don't know if you've ever seen. This isn't like written down anywhere. Like I can, you know, I've not noted this down already. It's just something that's popped into my head. Um, there's like a shack for example there's a shack and in that shack are dead bodies there's like three dead bodies and the dead bodies their eyes are glowing and they don't do anything you can't interact with them or whatever but you can't even like pick them up i think but their eyes are glowing and they're all dead and it's a massive throwback to undead nightmare and it's like oh hold on a second maybe maybe but i think it turns out it was just kind of like an easter egg you know yeah it's never acted upon so I mean, I used but to it's... spend hours on that. I mean, the police station, I used to just... You know, you have to capture the police station. I used to, used to stand on yeah. that with the Winchester rifle. Double popping, up, back loaded. Popping people as they came right, racing past. And they're also be like... Dun, 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 dun. 
it was good man i loved it i mean it's it's spawned red dead redemption 2 would, be, would be the perfect bait would be the perfect did you just say you love games, I love games guys <laughs> i don't know if anyone knows this but I'll, I'll come out and say i love games that's it yeah i'm just admitting it now I'm, the world. I'm a massive advocate but like it's it's great because if you don't want to invest in the full game you can now get red dead online okay now this is where it kind of confuses me you can get red dead online only for 4.99 uh united states dollars or if you get it after the 15th of february it's 19.99 now they've also said that the install is 123 gigabytes on any format because it also comes with the story mode, which, now this is where it gets confusing, which you can unlock as normal by paying an extra fee. Now, why would you want to install the whole game, get Red Dead Online, and then buy the story player, the single player mode? Why would you not just buy the whole game as normal and just crack on? Modern, I don't get it. Modern Warfare. That, that's my comparison, Modern Warfare. You can install Modern Warfare, but... Uh, for the Warzone, but you have the option to buy it, and it's all like it's already there, pretty much. It's two hundred gigs. Yeah, but that's that's no, that's different. That's that's different because that's completely free of charge. Here, if you get this after the fifteenth of February, you're paying twenty dollars. Um, and I'm pretty sure if you go online, you can pick up Red Dead the whole thing for about twenty dollars anyway. I'm pretty sure. I I 100%. think I got it for like fifteen for fifteen pounds. So if someone goes off and they think, oh, I want to play Red Dead Online, and they go and buy it, and then they go, oh, I want to play the story, they're going to be paying more. Why not just buy the whole game? It doesn't make sense why they'd say, oh yeah, but you can tack on the story if you want to. Just sort of go over that and jump over that barrier and just buy the whole damn yeah, put game. Put the game down <laughs> to twenty quid permanently, type thing. Yeah, but they'll probably do what they did with oh, what was it? Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two where it became backwards compatible on the xbox 360 sorry on the xbox one and like overnight the xbox 360 version went from like two pounds to like 20 pounds in in every game store on the planet and they'll probably do the same thing because this is backwards compatible now um and the online version is and the single player is and it's obviously going to be you know rendered upwards or whatever they do with with the playstation and the xbox series so they'll go here you go red dead which was 15 pounds before um before the new consoles launched, you can buy it now and it's backwards compatible, but it's now £30 because people are going to be like, oh, it's technically a PlayStation 5, an Xbox Series, whatever game now. Yeah. And I hate that, that, that economical side of it, but it makes sense. But, I mean, I've considered the fact that I will probably invest in this. <laughs> but you've already got the game, haven't you? After all this bitching. Um, I've got it on Xbox One, but I've always wanted to see how my PC would run it. Uh, so okay. I would... I would probably pick up for $4.99 and I'm assuming because it's weird in the world of gaming, it's also going to be £4.99, which doesn't make sense to me, but hey-ho. Um, doesn't this I'm imagining. Yeah, uh, well, I'm imagining that it's going to be, you know, whatever, the same thing, same cost, same cost. And I'll probably get it because for $4.99, I then get to see how Red Dead would run on my PC, how it'd look, if it's great and gorgeous and beautiful. Because it's supposed to be, isn't it, on PC? It's supposed it, it, to be it absolutely is. amazing. It, it is lovely on PC. I've already got it on PC, the full one. So, oh, hey, you play it now? Yeah, I've, I've got it on, on PC. So we can go right in through the West together. Just like in Fallout, where we go strolling through the wasteland. West Virginia, except we ain't got horses, but I don't know. No, but we got power armor, which kind of... Why are there no horses? Why are there no horses in Fallout? everything's dead. <laughs> well, there's, there's plenty of wildlife. Why is there no horses? Well, I mean, wildlife has in mutated things that, you know. 
Maybe, maybe in the when because the, you know Voltcast did this really nice timeline of it. So maybe when the timeline split, right, all the horses were eradicated and melted down for glue for the war. Why don't you go take a look at that timeline, Ruth? Oh, you know what? I I might I might go and look on Anchor or uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify for the Voltcast, <laughs> and I might go and listen to episode one. I think the horses were used as um, uh, food source. That's why there's yeah. No... I, well, a lot there's a lot of things that aren't there that should be. You know what I mean? I mean, look look at Fallout Four with the synthetic gorillas. They're not real gorillas. <laughs> they're synthetic. Rambe. Yeah. Okay. So. So, wrapping it up, because we're going way off target here, we've gone from Red Dead Online to talking about synthetic gorillas. So, um, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. So, uh, I mean, Bruce, did you want to summarise this episode? Well, let's have a look then, shall we? So, new James Bond game development, I think that's going to be great fun. Like I said, we've played the games, I like the games, not so much the movie. Cyberpunk, will it release on time? We're hopeful. We're hopeful. But, We'll wait and see. Golden Joystick Awards. We we like your choices. Maybe PC of Game of the Year. Maybe you want to reevaluate that. And <laughs> Red Dead Online. Is it going to be worth it? Is it going to be worth it? Yeah, and just just get the full game anyway and call it a day. So that's it. That's it for episode. Uh, I keep trying to say an episode number. Then I realize we're in season two. Season two, episode three. As always. We appreciate you guys for giving your time to come and sit and listen to us today. If you want to follow us on so, <laughs> do you know what? I've just realized. So Jen hates it when I leave massive gaps when I speak. And I realize how much I do that on the podcast. I'm like, so if you guys want to get in touch with us, <laughs> I get it now. I hear it. If you guys want to get in touch with us, look us up on social media, loop before you leap or whatever. We're going to be on the forecast next week. So make sure you stop by and see that as well. Um, play that back in slow motion you might hear what I said I was going to say just to just to translate that um, check us out on social media that's uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram you can also check out our Voltcast which is every other week so it will be next week on Sunday the 6th make sure you join us there is what he said translated we're talking about Volt Tech and the dark experiments <laughs> um, however we'll be back in two weeks with Loot Before You Leap again and we're going to be doing the MMO special so we're going to deep dive into MMOs over the years we're going to talk about our favourite MMOs what we think about the genre the ones we played how we got on with them how they've changed throughout the years and everything in between yeah you guys are going to love it we're going to talk about Tibia we're going to talk about RuneScape we're going to talk about World of Warcraft we're going to be talking about Division Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76 because it technically is an MMO it is indeed but that's it uh, thanks for stopping by guys we'll see you next week a week after whatever you know <laughs> well if you join us next week see you next week and if you don't see you in two weeks yeah yeah Thank you very much for joining the Loop Before You Leap podcast today. We'll be back next week with another episode. In the meantime, make sure you reach out and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, or find us at loopbeforeyouleap.com. See you next time.